everybody. Welcome to our podcast. We are now on part two. And now where were we? So it's quite difficult for you um, having to see all of that yes. and go through that every day. Um, I know I was watching um, there's a program in England. It's like a, a talk show. And they were talking about doctors and they were saying how a lot of women, because it's legal to have an abortion up until a certain, well, up until quite late in England, um, I think after 20, I could be wrong with this, but after a certain amount of weeks, I think 23 weeks, you have to get permission from two doctors to abort. And they were saying like, and this is another thing that people don't think of, the effect on the doctor when you have to abort a baby that has late developed, that has developed late. They were like, obviously yeah. the mum is of right and it's her body, but they were like, think of the medical professionals that are having to terminate that baby. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing that people never talked about here. And uh, during my OBGYN training, I also found it as a huge issue and for doctors to handle it like mentally. Like yeah. up until now, like even if it's a baby that has already passed away, every time I uh, abort this, I always feel like I, I always have this like struggles uh, inside me. And then after I deliver the baby and make sure like the mom is like completely stable, I would go back to my duty yeah. room and cry a bit because you really yeah. need to let that emotion out. And yeah. um, I think probably because I'm also a woman myself and, and a mom, mm -hmm. so I could really feel it. Um, like I can emphasize a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I think so because I've seen like all this or the like the worst stories because mm -mm -mm. I remember in the previous pregnancy um I also had a mom like coming in for labor with like low risk pregnancy and she passed away mm. during labor yeah um, the baby survived because we went in for an emergency cesarean section without any anesthesia because she oh she was already gone oh my god at Why? that time oh and uh yeah, it was really traumatic for me uh, as I was like 20 something pregnant, 20 something weeks pregnant at that time. And mm -hmm. I, I took, I, I, I remember that patient when she came in, she just looked exactly like any other women who's like in labor and pain. And yeah. she's in her early 30s. She didn't have any underlying disease, like something went wrong in between. Mm -hmm. And then we just, we lost her. Yeah. oh so it was, yeah it that's was really, horrible yeah it was very traumatic uh for me at that time to yeah just trying to recover from from that emotion and then because you know I still have to work the next day and then the day well, the next hour it's not like you know? oh I have this emotional trauma yeah and then it's not it's not like I have this emotional trauma then I can say to like my colleagues or like my attending doctor that oh sorry I, I really need to take a few days off to deal with this no like no. there's just not that many like medical staffs so you just have to continue with your work so and then yeah. people expect you to do that because that's your profession yeah and like putting the shoe on the other foot when you said um women come in and they they'll say like they want to terminate or there's a problem with the baby and then you ask them how far along they are and they're the same as you 
play like put the shoe on the like change the roles around a bit that must be quite hard for them to see you as their doctor pregnant telling them that they can't continue their pregnancy and then you're stood there pregnant <laughs> like that must be quite um, hard patient as well mm -hmm. mm. well um the thing is like most of the times they um they don't just come in and directly to the delivery room and say like hey i want to terminate this pregnancy mm -mm. they have to go through like you know the outpatients first to talk to about why um usually they're referred from like other clinic because there's some problem with with the baby mm. most likely there's some problem like some major like deformity or like, like some structure problem or there's some like genetic problem with the baby so they will refer from other hospitals or clinic and then came in for like counseling or like further like um like mri examination and then after the result come out it turned out to be okay that's true that there's a major deformity of the baby and um, by the time um every every like check is done it's already like one or two weeks already mm -hmm. so the moms are usually more prepared to accept yeah. that no i'm not keeping this one right and then they also go they they've usually gone through like discussions with their family and struggles with themselves and then like mm -hmm. talk with the attending doctors before they finally come into the delivery room yeah 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 to yeah. terminate the pregnancy i don't think also um when you're going through that that you're going to see someone that's your doctor if they're pregnant that you're going to take it in that way where you're like oh yeah. uh, you're you're having a healthy pre I think at that time when you're so going through such a traumatic event in your life you kind of everything else doesn't doesn't seem so important because I had a friend who had a, a pregnancy um in South Africa and and her she's got a very healthy two kids now and her baby had a uh, extra chromosome and it was like mm -hmm. it wouldn't when it when she when it was born it wouldn't be able to live more than a few days I think and it was very traumatic and I don't think I was yeah. pregnant at the same time and I I feel like I did feel guilty but I feel like she didn't really care that I was pregnant, not that she didn't care. I meant like she didn't really take that like into, into her consideration because she was going through so much that everything else was not as bad as what she was going through. Mm. If I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but yeah. So yeah, I think that, that's actually true. And yeah. Then, that's actually true because like currently I'm still, I'm still working at the moment. Um, I do mostly like ultrasound, obstetrics, ultrasound in the outpatient clinic. And then I will have mom coming in, like having this game. Then I, I did this game. Then after everything is done. And then when they were like standing up, they're like, oh, I didn't know you're pregnant. Yeah. So I think those women, when they're pregnant, like your focus is, it's mostly on your body and on yourself, on your baby. So I think they don't after, tend to like, like after. Yeah when it's a few months later people will be a little bit more like oh when you see someone's pregnant and you've just lost your baby like a few months before of course you do feel sad uh. and like traumatized by that but when you're going through the emotions at the time I don't think people are like oh I'm I, I see you're pregnant and like you're having a, a good pregnancy and I'm not I think that only once you've gone through it and then you've had time for it to settle then I think people are like oh I 
I I wish that I had my baby, my, yeah. my healthy baby that I was supposed I to. I think I disagree uh, with that. I think I do disagree with that. I think I would, for me personally, I would feel like, why not me? Why is my body not working? Why is your body working? And I would feel jealous, definitely. I know, but, but I it would I, affect I, me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> maybe everyone's different. But now you've said it like that, that also does make me think the women that um, do go through healthy pregnancies or, or, or having some problems but are still going to be able to give birth, it must be nice for them to see their doctor pregnant because it's like, I can relate to you. You know, like not just you're a professional, but you're going through it yourself and you can relate to it. And um, the reason I say that also is because Cheryl, our doctor, Dr. Shu, when I was going through labor, I turned around to her. I was not, I was not a nice person in labor, okay? And I turned around to her and I said, like, well, have you had any kids? Have you had any? And she was like, no, no. And I was like, exactly. Oh. And then I felt really guilty <laughs> afterwards because I was like, I shouldn't have said that, like how rude of me. But like, I just wanted her to relate to my pain at the time. And she was uh -huh. like, no, I haven't had any kids. I was like, yeah, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think it really depends on the patients because I do have like um, I, I do wore on on like obstetrics like walk like for moms who um, uh, give birth and then they after they're done with the, the birthing parts we move then to the, the postpartum wall and then when I visit them being this pregnant they were like oh yeah I know like I'm in good hands like yeah you know and and because I had I had uh, my previous pregnancy so if I've given birth I know that exactly what kind of problems they might have encountered in like which day postpartumly so when I talked to them they were like yeah I'm having that problem um th thank you for like telling me like oh how to deal with that yeah etc so yeah, yeah, I agree. I it's, think yeah. um I, I don't know, like as a patient, if if I were the patient, I would I would be like, okay, I think I'm in good hands. It's the same yeah. as Cheryl, right? Like at work, um, we've got dads at work and we've got mums at work, right? And if we were talking about pregnancy, because one of our friends has just given birth and then I was pregnant, and we've got some women in the office trying to get pregnant, and then we've got dads in the office, and there was one guy, he's quite new to our company, and um he would turn around and give advice and say things, and I would just kind of look at him and be like yeah, I mean, you know, you're a dad, but then like Cheryl would say, and I'd be like, but she knows because she's done it. Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. been pregnant. I get that dads can support their pregnant wives or girlfriends, but you don't know the feeling. Okay. Yes. And I don't mean to like put anyone down, but I'm going to listen to the woman that's done it herself and bless Cheryl because after I gave birth and I was like, Cheryl, it was awful. I can't believe it. And she was like, I know I didn't want to scare you. I didn't want to scare you. <laughs> no, but it is. And I, I, I saw something the other day uh, talking, talking about birth because I, I have a friend who posted about C-sections and I've, I feel so bad. So if anyone has ever listened to our podcast and heard me say like, oh, C-sections, the easy way out. Uh, that's not what I mean. I meant like the pain, the pain before I know that C-sections are painful afterwards. I've, I feel so bad because I, I, I know she listens to our podcast and, and I was like, everyone who gives birth is strong as a, as a mom. Yeah. And it is all oh, painful. Yeah. Depends on if you went through the birth process before I, I, the labor, I, it's painful, but afterwards we, 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 we have, we're happy. Whereas people who do C-sections, yes, they don't go through the birth labor, but afterwards, yes, I know it's painful and terrible. And so she did post something like it is painful as well, because, you know, um, saying that, 
women who have c-sections aren't strong i think all women are strong i just think men yeah. need to understand when they are trying to you know relate <laughs> to us it is not okay because i will i don't like to speak up usually and, and get into fights but i will get into a fight with someone about that because i really think mm -hmm. birth and woman are the strongest people on earth sorry <laughs> let's, let's tell kathleen kathleen there was a guy in our work and this is verbatim what he said well i've heard from research that being kicked in the testicles is about the equivalent of giving birth pain level no there's no chance <laughs> and we all there's just no went chance. no what no. uh the labor pen is definitely the worst it's it's, it's, it's the worst and i don't you know, want to scare anyone but I think it's the worst. Yeah, it the labor pen is definitely the worst. When we in um during like uh, history taking, when we ask like a patients like how painful they feel, we say like zero is like you, you don't feel any pain, and ten is like the maximum pain is when you're having labor. That's how we mm -hmm. use like to describe pain. So labor pen is definitely the worst. And I think in it's, the world. it's more than 10. It's a pain that I didn't know existed. 10 is an existing pain. 10 already exists. Yeah. We've all experienced 10. But when you're in labor, it goes from 10 to where is this? There's no scale <laughs> for it. And I remember being in labor and on the machine, Colin kept looking at the contraction machine and I was like a 50 or something. And I was like, oh, it's so painful. Oh my God. And he was like, Kat, this isn't even that bad. And oh, I was like, yes. what? And he was like, it goes up to like 130. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm only, yeah. yeah. I want to ask you about yeah, that. So, so yeah. what is the pain level? It goes from zero to what? One hundred and ten, one hundred and thirty. What? What is it? Do you? I think it's one hundred. No, right? it's just a scale. It's just a scale we use. So, uh, pain itself is very subjective. Mm. Like how much, how much pain you can bear. It's it's not the same with me or cats or anyone mm. else. Oh. So it it really. It really depends. It's very subjective. So, so it really depends on you or the patients when I'm asking her or him. Like, mm -hmm. I think for, for, for men, I can't say like, oh, 10 is like labor pen because they have no idea what it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think when, when you ask a man like how painful it is, you have to ask like, you get kicked in the balls. But, you know, I do. We, it's you like, know what we need to do, girls? We need to get one of those contraction <laughs> things and we need to put it on our husbands and just be like, okay, now feel this. Okay. And like, we can try it ourselves first to make sure that it's legit because we all know what it feels like. And then we can. It's probably not it as bad. Like, it's probably like, oh, just standing there like, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> no, there's actually a place you could, you could uh, let uh, men try like labor pen. You put this like, machine on like their belly like yes. where your uterus is and then they would um give out some waves or something and then like the you can increase like the intensity okay well, i think we'll leave it there this week okay thanks for listening everyone and we'll catch you next week bye, bye.